This week on the show, our pop culture news, it's the last in our summer series of theme park reviews, and fortune cookies. It is September 2022, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Hello everyone, and welcome back to our show. My name is Brian, and this week I'm joined by Evan. That's me. And Linnea. Hello. Hello to you both. Let's jump right in with our pop culture news. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Uh, my pop culture news for this week is that the Pokemon World Championships were held. Championships for what? There are a bunch of different Pokemon games, and most of them involve battling in some way. So the World Championships are just taking all of these different Pokemon games and taking like the best players at them. And then having them compete against each other. So is this strictly the card game? It's the card game and the actual Pokemon games and Pokemon Go, I think. Do you wish you could be there? It's, it seems like a lot, but it would be fun. All right, Linnea, how about you? My pop culture thing is that there's going to be a new Pinocchio remake. Ah, yes. Okay, I'm going to ask you, have you watched the trailer? No. You always say no every time I <laughs> oh ask you. Oh, my God. If you bring something up, you should have at least watched the trailer. I've already seen the trailer, and I didn't even use it. What did you think of the trailer, Evan? I liked it. Oh, really? It seems interesting. And, Linnea, what, so you brought it up just because it's out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's coming out on September 8th. Oh, okay, the movie? I think so. Oh. So you know when it's coming out, you just haven't seen the trailer. Yeah. Is it in the theaters or online or what? Not really sure. You're not sure. I think in theaters. Okay. <laughs> Probably in theaters. <laughs> All right, and my news quick. Evan was there when I discovered this. Uh, one of the top Disney baby names. Now, this is not just baby names in general, but this is one of the top Disney baby names. So people are naming their babies after Disney characters. One of the top names for people naming their babies after Disney characters is Thanos. Yes, Thanos, the mad god who is going to wipe out half the universe. People are deciding to name their babies after Thanos. Oh, look at our cute baby Thanos. I once named one of my Sims babies Thanos. Yeah, it's just... why would you name your baby Thanos? I, uh. Because maybe the baby might get a bunch of magical stones and then wipe out half, half the population. That's just weird. I mean, who wouldn't want to solve world hunger? Well, that's our pop cultural rundown this week. Now on to our final in the series of summer reviews of theme parks. Let's go. So all summer long, we have been reviewing some of the theme parks, most of them down in Florida. We talked about Disney's Epcot. We talked about Magic Kingdom. We talked about Hollywood Studios. This week, we're moving on to a totally different property. This is not Disney, but this is Universal, Universal Studios. So just right off the bat, what do you two think about Universal Studios? It was better than all the Disney parks. Yeah. Really? It didn't have the best area because that goes to Hollywood Studios, but now that I think about it, it was definitely the best park. And you said so too, Linnea? Mm-hmm, because the Fast Pass thing worked a lot better. Ah, okay. 
to be honest, I'm kind of surprised to hear you say that because in my head, I was thinking that too. I think Universal was better than than the Disney parks, but just to hear you two say that, it, it makes me uh, makes me realize, yeah, I think we must all be in agreement. So the Universal Studios Park is like it's more or less there are three parks. Two of them are right together, and one of them is a is a, in a different area. It's like a water park. We didn't go to that one. So the two we went to were called Islands of Adventure and just Universal Studios. So let's start out with Islands of Adventure. And maybe just like we did in the previous episodes where we go around, I'm just gonna we're just gonna quickly go through some of the rides. So first area you get to is some Marvel superheroes, and there was a big Hulk uh, roller coaster, right, Evan? Yeah. So tell us about that. You went on that. I did. It was pretty crazy. When you start the roller coaster, which is all themed after like Hulk and being turned into a Hulk, instead of it slowly taking you up to a drop like most normal roller coasters do. It actually just shoots you like you go up for five seconds and then you just shoot, get like shot forward and you're still going up, but you're just going immensely faster now. Then everything after that is kind of just like a rush. You do like 20 loop-de-loops. You go upside down sometimes. Sometimes you're not upside down. Go close to water. Sometimes you're not. It's very exciting. And how long was the ride? About maybe like a minute or two, probably like a minute and a half. And how long was the wait? We had the fast pass, so it wasn't insanely long, but probably like 30 minutes. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I think Lene and I, we were we were sitting waiting for you, but we, weren't, we went through maybe two or three stores, mm-hmm. just walking through while they were in line for that, yeah. And now this ride, you had to get a locker and put all your belongings in it? Yep. And why is that? Because if you didn't, you they would all be thrown into the lake. Yeah, this is, it's a pretty fast coaster, so they don't want any loose articles of what glasses or keys or wallets or backpacks, anything like that. Yeah, so I couldn't see that well the entire ride. That's why it was a blur mostly. After that, the next ride, I'm I'm thinking we walked through the park. Uh, got there pretty early, and we were just kind of looking at everything, perusing all the stuff. I'm thinking the next real ride we went on was in the Jurassic Park area. Yeah, and that was called Jurassic Park River Adventure. I would describe it as a flume. You get on a a raft, you're going through some jungle-like areas, and then the jungle-like areas start having creatures in them, and pretty soon you're in a you're in a building actually inside, and you're going up and up and up, and then at the end there's a a big drop down into a well, you know how a flume ends, into a big pool of water. You get it all wet. What did you think of this red? This red was my favorite of all the ones we did in Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And w- how so? Why? Well, because we went on it at first, and we thought it would be really chill. Because, like, you know, it just looked like a nice little water ride. At the start, it was. Yeah, they were, like, talking to us about all these kinds of dinosaurs, and it was really calm, and we were just going through. But then, like... We go into this different area, and then, like, a kid behind us is like, oh, here comes the scary part. And we're like, what? And then we slowly start going up, and there's all these, like, loud noises and crates dropping and dinosaurs running around. And then we keep going up, and then there's a giant T-Rex, and it roars in our face just as we, like, go down a really big drop. And then we got splashed. Nice. So that was your favorite ride of all the theme parks, huh? Yeah. Wow. 
I liked the ride, but my favorite memory of the ride is that after it, there was like this weird contraption outside that blows air on you, so all the water comes off. Oh, right. So, yeah, imagine a open-air closet, maybe, and you have to pay for it, but it just shoots jets of hot air at you. And it feels good. So, yeah, that was pretty fun. This is another ride where we had to pack all of our stuff into... <laughs> I can't think of the word. Container? Uh, locker. locker. I'm spacing out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we had to pack all of our stuff into a locker and the locker that we chose got stuck. So the reason I bring this up here is that we had to call for help. We found someone, told them the locker was stuck. We had to wait, I want to say maybe 15 minutes for someone to come. They had a big special suction cup tool where they... <laughs> Pulled the locker open. <laughs> but the reason I bring this up is that the person who came and helped us, because of our inconvenience, they offered us one of their express passes. Okay, just for being inconvenienced for 15 minutes. Now, we already had the express pass, so we declined, said, well, we already have one. But what I wanted to bring up is that I think that was really nice. And again, so that was just for a 15-minute inconvenience. And it just makes me think of... Now, now, of course, I might be comparing apples and oranges here, but you remember when we were at Hollywood Studios, when we waited in line for four hours for a ride that kept breaking down and breaking down? Yep. Um, were we offered anything? No. I mean, did they have to offer us anything? No. But to me, and, you know, any other ride I'm sure that you're waiting in line for, you you know, that it's all part of the, the experience. You know, you're waiting in line. you got to wait in line. But... I don't know. I just I just felt like the customer service at Universal was so much better. What do you two think? I agree. I totally agree. I mean, they could have they could have given us like anything. And at Hollywood, they just offered us like a free express pass for like every ride at the park to go faster because 15 minutes. You mean Universal? Yeah, Universal. Where at Hol- at Hollywood, 4 hours psh, doesn't matter. Yeah, there was no one around. So anyway, it could be apples and oranges because, again, you know, it wasn't like something that we were using broke. It's just we were standing in line. So, I mean, are they analogous? I don't know. But that's our experience, and it colors the view of that, that I have, at least. And, again, I think that's another reason why Universal stood out for me as uh, one of the better parks. So also in that area... There was something called Camp Jurassic, which was aimed at younger kids, although we went in there and looked around. It had this cool ride. It looked like a glider kind of oh, ride. Oh, dang, that ride. It looked really fun. It looked it looked kind of slow and gentle, just like a gentle aerial view that it, you might get of the park. But they only let kids go on it. Like They let kids go with adults, but they didn't let us go. It was very sad. Yeah, so it was a ride where you had to be under a certain size to go on it. And if you were under that size, you could bring a parent. So none of us could go on this ride that we all wanted to go on. So that was that was a little sad. Uh, but, but the whole area, was it was fun because you could walk around. It's sort of a created playground, you might say. Yeah, it's like a really big design to be something playground. Like there were rocks everywhere that were just not rocks, kind of foamy. Rocks and caves, bridges. You got to squirt. There were big squirt guns that you shot at dinosaur heads, right? Yeah, those were fun. 
You could also spray them at people if they ended up getting over there. You sprayed them at people? I didn't. <laughs> Continuing on the, around the park, this brings us to the Harry Potter area. The Harry Potter area on this side is, is called Hogsmeade. And let's see, we rode on a few rides there. We went on a Griffin-themed ride, I think. That was fun. It was a roller coaster. You mean the Hippogriff ride? Yep, it's called Flight of the Hippogriff. Yep, it's a roller coaster. It's analogous to some of the roller coasters at Disney, like the, what, the Dwarves Mine, or I'm trying to remember. It wasn't the Dwarves Mine. It was, it was the one me and you went on. Yeah, okay. oh, the one in the kids' area? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess it was more like that. I'm going to say this This one was a little bigger than that one that was in the kids' area in Disney World, but it, it was fun. Yeah, it was great. And then after that ride, we went on... Uh, it was Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. So this is where you go into the castle. This is one area where I think... I don't want to say that the that, that the Express Pass was bad, but we zoomed through all kinds of cool rooms that... I would have stopped and looked at because they there was a lot of stuff to look at in there. Yeah, they expected the line to be long, but since the line wasn't long, we just feel like we had to keep going. But we passed all these interesting rooms. There was like a bunch of paintings talking to us. There was all these different like themed, different character rooms. It was so fun, but we didn't get to see any of it. We just rushed past them all to get through the line because people were behind us. And... This ride, I'm not sure how you'd call it. it. It's not a roller coaster. You you sit in a chair. It's more of an like, experience type of ride. You so, put on some glasses and you get in this big cart type of thing. And you're just kind of going through this area. There are some like screens that have characters on them talking to you. There's some actual animatronics that t- have stuff. Well, I was just thinking that the portraits, like, it could be computer screens with people on a FaceTime call, and they could, like, dress as the paintings, and then they could actually talk to you. That would be cool. <laughs> so, again, you're you're sitting in a chair. You're you're on a track. I, if, to me, it felt like you're suspended from over you, like you're suspended from above, and the chairs could rotate left and right. They could also rotate up and down, and then the track would move. So you're following sort um, like a roller coaster in a way, but then yeah, the screens around you gave you the impression that you're in huge areas or things were up close to you. It wasn't my favorite ride because did it, it make you dizzy? It kind of made me dizzy. I mean, it's not overly bad, but yeah, it's it's not my favorite kind of ride. I think y- you both really enjoyed it though. Didn't you? I didn't like the part where the dragon breathed directly on my face. <laughs> yeah, that was. Just- weird like you could feel the steam and some water this is the area that has Ollivander's wands where you can buy a wand and then the other ride in this area is the train over to Diagon Alley and this is just a gentle train ride you you get in the car the doors close and then you see images of all the characters from Harry Potter yeah waving at you goodbye they're on one side of you, and you only see their shadows. You hear their voices. You don't actually see them. And then out... Well, I guess you see some of them out the window. Yeah, They'll you fly see a by. lot of characters out the window, like mostly teachers saying goodbye. <laughs> but then, like, on the other side of you, there's a door that closes when you enter the ride. 
And there's a bunch of shadows of like Harry, Ron, and Hermione talking. And they go past. On the way back, we went on the way to the other park. But on the way back, we went there last time. There is a, I forget the name of the spooky creature, but. The Dementor? Yeah, a Dementor that was going to come in. So the ride is different when you go from Hogsmeade to Diagon Alley versus Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade. They're they're different. And also when you go from Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade, there's one point where you get to see people walking through the wall. It's done with mirrors. So if you look ahead of you, you can see what looks like people walking into the brick wall, which is is pretty cool. Uh, But it only works that one direction. So if you get a chance, I would say try to go from Hogsmeade or no, 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 go from Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade, and you'll get to see that. So should we talk about Hogsmeade, or should we finish going around the you, first park? You mean Diagon Alley? Oh, I keep getting those goofed up. Should we talk about Diagon Alley, or should we continue walking around the first park and then go back and talk about the other park? Let's go around the first park, just because it's easier. Okay, so continuing around the first park, uh, the next area that we <laughs> looked at, you two are going to love this, is called Seuss's Landing. No. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. So this area is all Dr. Seuss related. And we went on a great ride here. Why don't you two talk about that? No. It wasn't great, Dad. Okay. There was this one cat in the hat ride at Universal, and it is much scarier than Haunted Mansion by far. So basically, you enter the ride, you're on the sweater cl- and it's trying to enact the story of Cat in the Hat. But then Thing 1 and Thing 2 show up. Originally, like you get to get a bit scared because Cat in the Hat sometimes has soulless eyes. His animatronic. But then Thing 1 and Thing 2 like make a mess of the house and then everything goes dark. You're like getting thrown around every now and then. They <laughs> jump out, they play the piano and it scares you. There's the one part where you're in the darkness and then you hear... <laughs> And then there's like like giant piano noise. Yeah, exactly. And, they're like falling and they just the like stage. show them. And most of the time they don't have anything painted on their eyes. They're just white. So it's just like them messing up the house in the darkness. And it's so scary. It's funny how you two remember this totally different than I do. Because I just thought it was a, you know, just like a standard. It, it, it's a ride similar to uh, It's a Small World. Like if you're familiar with that I mean not even maybe not even that but but you get in a car and you you're just following a track and the car can spin and you see a bunch of dioramas uh it's just the book brought to life but you two are just freaking out the whole time it was so scary <laughs> we actually both screamed when the piano thing happened like i was genuinely scared i don't think that's the intent of this ride why is it so then why scary, is it scary? They purposefully made it scary there. <laughs> this just makes me laugh. I, I don't I don't understand you two. Dad, I literally had nightmares that night of dead soulless cat in the hat. Okay, whatever you say. Yeah, anything else? I I think that's pretty much rounds up what we did in this park. There were again, I mean, we're only touching on some of the stuff. There's a lot of stuff there. There's rides we didn't go on. There were some rides that we couldn't get on because the express pass we had you know, isn't good for all the rides. So we didn't want to spend hours in line. So we tried to hit all the rides that we could get with the express pass. And the cool thing about the express pass here 
again, com- compared to Disney's Lightning Lane, where you had to like log in, register a specific time that you were going to go on a ride, and the the thing about the uh, Express Pass here at Universal is you just show up, you get in line, and you know you you get to go when you're there. You don't have to worry about it. So their system is so much better than than Disney's. I don't understand what Disney was even thinking. All right, so over to Universal Florida. Let's start at Hogsmeade. You mean Diagon Alley? Uh, why do I keep getting these goofed up? <laughs> yes, Diagon Alley. So Diagon Alley is pretty fun. You can explore it. There's some there's some plays that go on with giant puppets. You can actually go into the uh, what's the what's the scary area where it's all dark. Uh, Nocturne Alley. Nocturne Alley. Yeah, you can go down there. Um, and then the cool thing about about this whole Hogwarts area is that when you get the wands that are interactive, you can walk up to windows or you can walk up to statues and and, and you can uh, do some wand flicks and there's little diagrams that show you what to do and then things will happen, like the frog will shoot water out of its mouth or hats will jump or things like that. It's kind of like the whole Star Wars area, except it's with a wand and not a mobile app. Yeah. And all the one I noticed that this year all the wands were interactive. When we went, we went a few years ago, and you could buy both interactive and non-interactive wands. But I think maybe people were buying the non-interactive ones and then were mad that they couldn't do anything. So I think they only sell the the interactive ones now. Also, now I'm not sure if it's just from the place where we got a wand, but there's only like character wands. I noticed. Yeah, the selection had changed a little. Um, you know, which again, I'm sure they do that to just make it new. So if you haven't been there in a while, you feel like there's something new to buy. But I wanted to get like a, a wand that a famous character didn't have. I wanted my own wand, but it's fine. Ah, uh, okay. Did you two go on the ride here? The was it Gringotts? Yeah, the bank one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't go on that because I thought I would get dizzy. So why don't you two tell us about that? Uh, there were some very nice people in front of us in the line who helped us not be scared. When you enter, it's just like a whole themed area, just like the Hogwarts ride. But this ride is not that memorable. I guess you're tr- you're basically trying to escape a dragon with Ron Weasley's brother. There was one point where Voldemort kept trying to like cast spells at us to kill us, but he kept missing. Yeah, it was like he was a stormtrooper. All of crew is just terrible at aiming. Like they, like they did at least seven spells, and all of them just flew like in a completely different direction. I'm surprised he didn't hit one of his other people there. <laughs> now, is this a roller coaster, or is this like the other sort of 3D it was ride? More of a roller coaster. Oh, it's more of a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Okay, all in the dark. Mostly, a lot of it was in the dark, and then there was just like some images. Images on screens? On screens, okay. yes. Okay. Okay, so leaving... I was going to say Hogsmeade again. Leaving Diagon Alley, <laughs> you two went on the Men in Black ride. What did you think of that? Describe that for us. I didn't really like it. I thought it was nice. I've never seen the movie, so I basically had no idea what the premise was. The but... gun that I had to shoot at the monsters was not working. Okay, so... Is it a roller coaster? Or was it just you were standing around? I, oh, it was like the Toy Story ride we went on, where you're like you have the little um, gun and you're shooting things. Yeah, you have a little gun and you're basically just being like taken around on a spinny cart that spins from one side to another, and you have to shoot the aliens. Ah, okay. 
And you get points. And you didn't like it, Linnea? No, because mine wasn't working. Oh, that's too bad. Did you say anything to anyone? No. No. <laughs> mine worked well, and it was a fun ride. There was some scary parts, though. Like, like, do you really mean scary, or were you just saying... Some aliens jumped out at us. Okay. It didn't uh, scare me that much. On, on screens or actual three... Actual, like, animatronic yeah. aliens. Oh, okay. So moving around this park, there's a Simpsons area. I don't think we did anything there. Mm-hmm. Didn't we do the octopus or the alien thing? Oh, yeah. Was Me that the... Monet, oh, yeah. right. Yeah. So that's that's just kind of a standard uh, amusement park ride, right? Where you're, yeah. Where, where you're, you're on an... Taking around on a cart. Yeah, you're just spinning. Spinning in a cart. Up and down. Up and down. I would never do that. The, <laughs> the voice is talking is pretty funny because the alien keeps saying... It, it, it's making fun of... Yes, get on this ride. Don't be scared. <laughs> you humans, step right up. <laughs> Nothing to be scared of here. And it, it, it's pretty amusing. Next is a Woody Woodpecker Kid Zone, which has a lot of rides for smaller kids. Plus, it has a nice, it's not really a water park, but it's a water play area. How would you describe it? It's like a water play area with themed after Curious George. So you're just kind of walking around. There's some text about Curious George and you get covered in water and it's very relaxing. And then there's a ball pit type of area where you put some balls and things and you shoot the balls while you're covered in water. But it, yeah, I like it. Yeah, so on a hot day, this is a this is a good spot to go and just sit and relax and cool off. So yeah, there's a number of other rides here that I, I don't know, we, we didn't hit. It was probably getting late. Because uh, we were only here one day, and you could probably you could probably spend a day at each of the parks, but I think we were just kind of doing a mad rash. Th- we were doing a mad dash through it. Uh, the last ride that we went on, I think we'll talk about, was a uh, Jimmy Fallon ride. Do you remember that one? Yeah, this was my second favorite ride at Universal. Oh, really? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's. Okay, well, why don't you describe it then for people listening? Uh, no, I just thought it was really fun. I don't know who he is, but he seemed nice. So the host of The Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon, is just taking you on like a tour around New York, you know? You're going around buildings, having pizza and, and stuff. You Then you fly up into the air and land on the moon. And then you're like flying around on the moon. You go through some magical space hoops and you're back in New York. And this was a 3D ride, right? We had glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt like we were actually moving in this one. Yeah, it's kind of like that Soren ride that we did. Except this one was better because there's pizza being thrown at us. <laughs> yeah, so the whole so you walk in and you're with a group of probably what, 100 people? Did it feel like maybe in that in that area? It's a a big room, y'all get in your own chair. Uh you buckle in. And, yeah, there's just a big screen in front of you, and you're racing, right? You're racing with Jimmy, mm-hmm. and it's all 3D. Yeah, just so like you described, Evan. I I went in there. I pretty much just had my eyes closed for the whole time because I knew I would get dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> so I can say I went on it, but I didn't really see that much of it. Was there air being blown at us? I think so. At Sometimes. some spots? Yeah, okay. When we were flying through space. All right, yeah. We'll just end it there. That's uh, I'll wrap up Universal Studios. So yeah, I think you two already said that you you like this park a lot. It was the best park. Best park. I right. give it a nine out of ten. Okay, I wow. would too. 
You would too. I think, yeah, I think I would give it a 9 out of 10 too. I think it's a fun park. Uh, again, we just we went through both halves of the park in one day. There's probably You could probably spend a lot more time there. I know there's there's lots of shops. There's lots of places to eat. Yeah, you could probably spend a, a good deal of time there. And, yeah, the the easy pass is the way to go. What were you going to say, Evan? I was going to say, but we all know the best park is actually the NASA park for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's pretty high praise for Universal. And so way back, I don't know how, how long we're running for time, but uh, way back when we started in our first episode, I said we might do something special at the end. So there's two other parks that I wanted to just, quickly mention honorable mentions honorable mentions well they're not even honorable mentions because they're totally different parks and they're in fact they're on a totally different continent honorable mentions in a different continent so a few years ago we were lucky enough to to head over to scandinavia and we got to go to two different parks one in gothenburg sweden called liseberry and one in copenhagen denmark called tivoli so I thought we'd just mention those. Let's talk about Liseberry first. Uh, this is a park that's right in downtown Gothenburg. It's, uh, what, I don't know, what, what do you two think of this park? I, I liked don't it. really remember a lot from it other than we got cat and candy. Yeah, I, I remember there are a lot of pretty flowers and stuff, kind of like Disney World in that way. Yeah, so Liseberry has a big Ferris wheel. It has some... As there's a flume ride. So one, one of the things about Lisa Berry is that it has one of the best wooden roller coasters around. It's called Balder. And in both 2003 and 2005, it was voted as the best wooden roller coaster in the world in an international poll. And Evan and I rode on that. Do you remember that much, Evan? Um, no. <laughs> Mostly what I remember is is that I wish I had taken my glasses off because as the ride started, I suddenly thought I hadn't been on a roller coaster in a long time and I should have grabbed my glasses because I was worried they were going to fly <laughs> off. I mean, luckily we weren't spinning upside down or anything, but I did eventually grab them quick and just held them in my hand. Cause, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a great roller coaster. Now that I think about it, all that I can remember is the line. I remember that we went on a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, there was another ride uh, called the Colorado, which is you're riding on a, a river raft. You're on a round raft kind of thing going down a river. Do you remember that much? That was fun. Did we all go on that one? No, I s stayed out for that okay. one. I'm not, I'm not sure I remember why. That. I think it's probably because I could hold all your stuff. Yeah, it was fun. We got a bit wet. It was nice on a hot day. Yeah, there's also a big Ferris wheel that we went on, get a great view of the city of Gothenburg. Yeah, I mean there's there's lots of rides there. Again, this is a number of years ago now, so it you know, memory has faded, but it was a fun park. I enjoyed it. Do you two have any recommendations? You, how, what do you think compared? Is it hard to compare it because it's been a while? It, yeah. I, I like it. The flowers remind me of Disney World and that's basically all I can say. And then, so then just a quick moving over to Copenhagen, Denmark, and Tivoli. Tivoli is another amusement park. And in fact, this amusement park is quite old. Tivoli opened in 1843. Can you believe that? 
That's a while ago. That's a while ago, yeah. I'm sure it looks quite a bit different. Again, this park is right downtown. I want to say that it's it's small, and yet they have a lot of rides crammed in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some fun roller coasters. Evan, you went on one of the bigger roller coasters. Do you remember that? I remember a lot of that ride. Yeah? Was it? It was, was it? pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was like my first intense roller coaster, and that was where I loved that's where I figured out I loved intense roller coasters. And I think for some reason we let you go on that by yourself. Yep. Paula <laughs> let me go on it by herself. And you were what? Probably, uh, what, nine? Yeah, I was nine. <laughs> and I went on the in- very intense roller coaster all by myself. I don't know why we did that. And it was fun. There were some very nice people. Okay. So that was good. Uh, they had some, uh, they had one of those bouncy chair rides where they bring you way up on a pole and kind of drop you. Yeah. I know you two went on that. Uh, you two went on a, I mean, I guess it's a roller coaster. There was a ride that you went on about five times oh, in a row. Oh, yeah, that one. And where, like, the guy in the, the person operating it in the back would stand. And I kept thinking his head's going to get knocked off every time they go inside. But So what was that ride like? It was pretty fun. It was like, my kind of roller coaster because there was like a lot of drops, but they weren't really big, and it went really fast. I just liked the roller coaster, and since Linnea really liked it, I just went with the flow. We kept trying to make weird photo or make weird faces as they took the photo. Yeah, so this this park, uh, you could probably spend just a day in it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a whole area that looks like a, a Chinese garden. They have some, and it has beautiful flowers. Very pretty. And and in fact, this park is said to be uh, one of Walt Disney's inspirations for making Disneyland and Disney World. Did it feel like that to you? In the flower yeah. part, yeah. There were also pretty flowers here. So this park, do you have a rating, or is again, is it just too far in the past? To... It might be too far in the past. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think of those two Scandinavian parks we went to, I think I like Tivoli better than Lisa Berry. If you're heading over there, if you happen to be there, yeah, I'd I'd definitely say check them out because they're both they're both fun places to visit. We should go back to Sweden. <laughs> Sweden and Denmark, yeah. So yeah, that wraps up our summer of amusement parks, and it's a good thing too because summer is is over. When you go back to school, is that the end of summer? Yeah. Officially for me. Yeah. Summer starts and ends when school ends and starts. Okay. That's a good way to that's a good way to put it. <laughs> All right. Well there we go. So our our final wrap up of summer amusement parks. We hope you have enjoyed it. I guess now it's time to move on to Fortune Cookies. Ah. All right, my fortune this week is everything will now come your way. Well, there you go. What's going to come your way? Everything. I hope not everything or else you would get hit by a plane and a train at the same time. Mine is water not only can keep a ship afloat, but it can also sink it. Mine is half ripped, so I can't read the whole thing. But it says something, something and a new environment. Go on, blank, blank, blank. Canon. What? <laughs> Do you want me to look at it? Yeah. Go on, Canon. 
Yeah, that's pretty weird. It's it's like the whole first quarter of it is missing. Yeah. Maybe you can make your own. Ooh. Maybe you could say explore a new environment or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, well, that's a strange fortune. We've never had one that's had part of it missing, have we? No. No. Well, that's a first. I don't think so. Maybe it was baked into the cookie. Maybe I'll discover it when I eat it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Lunchbox Reaction. My name is Brian. I was joined, as always, by my co-host, Linnea. Bye. And Evan. Goodbye. As always, check us out on the internet at lunchboxreaction.net. You can find us on Twitter at lunchboxreact. We'll be back next week, so stay tuned for another episode then. And until then... Sit tight and enjoy your new school year at the lunch table. I don't know. <laughs> Trying to find some strange analogy. And bring it all back to the lunch table. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. See you later, everyone. See ya. Have a nice week. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.